0: Welcome to Podcast Idea Number 13. I'm your temporary host, Megan Bronte, and or commonly referred to as
1: Trash Can, and I am here with Margarita, or Margie. Um, Justin told me that the first night he ever met you, he couldn't remember your name, and so he only referred to you as Trash Can. When was the first night that I met Justin? September 6th?
0: I mean, that's fair. I'm not really rememberable. I don't blame him. It's all right, Justin. It's all right, Justin. Does he ever listen to these things? I don't think so. He's too so cool for us. He's probably. probably right. There's a lot of people that are too cool for me. But anyways, podcast. Um, so apparently they have this rule that if you star solely in a episode, you have to host the next one. So because I'm uncreative and couldn't think of anything on the spot... I chose to ask Margarita a bunch of questions that we pulled off of a Teen Vogue article entitled 55 Questions to Ask Your Best Friend.
1: That's the best kind of questions you can ask anybody. Teen Vogue, duh. It's like the most ingenious people out there.
0: Bro, this pin is actually really cool and it's actually really smooth to write with. Like, I
1: know, I have like seven of No, not seven. I have two of those?
0: I only got one. So I don't know how you're getting double magnets and double pins because I only got one of each.
1: I don't know. I have one of those in my car.
0: Well, I enjoy it, and I'm going to use this more, and I'll work in an office soon, so I'll have a reason to have a cool pin. Anyways, tangent. Okay. First question. Are you ready? Yeah. Like, how ready?
1: Like, seven more than three ready. All right. I almost said seven more than ten, and I was like, that's not how that saying that's goes. That's not how that goes.
0: Anyway, so the first question is, if you were president, what's the first thing you would work to change in this country, and why?
1: Public education. Why? because I was told as class of 2016, that's my graduating year, we were the least prepared class to go into college. And I was like, cool, cool, a bunch of us are gonna get into debt not knowing what we want to do or what we're doing because we're so unprepared. And then I learned that you have, colleges have like college readiness classes, like if if you're just not as good as you need to be in math because high school failed you going into college, you have to take remedial classes. I I don't know if it's just the state of Texas or all of the United States. They're pushing, like they're getting rid of remedial classes and just making remedial classes like the very, like, just pushing everybody, I think, up to like college ready classes. Right. I had to take those for math because... Yeah, I had to take remedial classes too. So that means we would just be pushed into regular like... Right, but it's just like the most
0: frustrating thing about those classes is that it didn't count towards credits or anything. You got you just paid for it and... You had to take them to be ready. Yeah. Literally, they're dropping the bar. So they're making... Oh, uh, okay. Because see, when I... The TSI, I was only off by five points. I was off by one. I was off by five points, so... And ooh, I, it's just frustrating, so yeah, I... Yeah, no,
1: so they're dropping the bar, so they're not as, like, where you need to be. They're just dumbing it down. And I was like, these are our future lawyers, our future doctors, our future, like, scientists. Mm -hmm. I was like, and they're not even prepared for college, and they're just making everything easier for them. I was like, these are your future doctors. Like, you could be dying, and they have to, like, fix you, but they can't do math, or they can't do something else. That's, like, slightly terrifying. And I was like, that's my class of 2016. What are, like... Are future classes like also underprepared or are future classes more prepared? Because there's a lot of classes who are like taking stem like a lot of STEM, like push they're pushing that. But I was like, are regular like everyday schools teaching any better than when I was in school? I've only been out of high school three years coming up. Yeah, three years. So that's what I would change. I would focus on that. That's solid, bro. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, are you ready for the next question? Mm-hmm. All right, the next question, and I already asked you this before we started this episode. <laughs> if you could only listen to one singer or band for the rest of your life, who would you choose? Five Souls. All right, explain, because I don't get that. Five Seconds of Summer? Yeah.
1: And why they're called Five Seconds of Summer if there's only nah, Like,
0: why? Because, pff, this is your question, but, like, Five Seconds of Summer is, like, boy band. Like...
1: They're definitely a boy band, but they like when you take like when you think about boy bands, you think about like, oh, they're just people singing like doing dance moves and things like that. When uh 5sauce got categorized into that because they toured with One Direction and One Direction was very much a boy band. 5sauce actually like writes their music and they do a lot of uh like studio work, not like other like boy bands normally like got their music like handed to by somebody else. Um so I started listening to them very young. So I was probably 14, 15, now 21. So I grew up with them and going from, I think it's called somewhere new. is was their very first EP that they dropped mm-hmm. and seeing how far they've come to their newest single easier, how they've gone to from like pop and talking about just like getting with girls and chasing that dream to talking about how um, they were in this deep Like moment like in their depression or something like that and they couldn't get out of it so they did drugs and then they had to push through that to get to like where they are now or talking about relationships and how they failed their significant other and just seeing how lyrically they've changed and then musically they've also changed a lot so going from early years to now this and everything in between because like first album is very much just get with a girl pop music. Second album was very much still pop music with more sentimental um, lyrics. I it Sounds good, feels good. There's a call. There's a song called Black Heart and it talks about just feeling so overwhelmed with everything that you basically like can't do anything, I think. It's not one of my favorite songs, so I don't listen to it. Or Castaway, which is my favorite one off the album. And it's, um... Man, I can't remember the lyrics now that I'm playing. Um like basically a person left and all they have left is just picture frames of them and things like that and then going on to Young Blood with Young Blood it took us by surprise. I was like, Holy whack a mole, what is this? That was literally my like, I literally cried because I was so overwhelmed with one Babylon more. It's just oh man, wait, I think I've like like dissected this whole album and there's a note in here. I've
0: always found it so interesting at how invested you get into albums and music and bands because literally I'm just like oh hey that's a band I like them I like their sound I just like listen to it I don't go and I don't go and like search up the meaning behind and everything and you just like do full research and you're literally pulling up a word document (laughs) it's like four pages long four pages (laughs) long about an
1: album so I, I don't know it's because I'm so fascinated one by this latest album uh take out a trash. I guess I somehow put it in the trash one time. Um, I'm trying to think um. <laughs> uh, it's like you
0: write all this because you want to like you did this because like you wanted to, and that's just so I just don't have the same relationship with music as you do.
1: It's because you know it's 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 been a build up of like going. My eyebrows. I sometimes like brush my eyebrows to see how much eyebrow hair falls off. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I just did that because something fell. Um. I just. Oh, this album is just so good. Literally, like I'm like moving along. Ah, uh, what's what's even like the the lyric in there? Like I can't even like process what you just said because this album's so good. Um. Like, have you been eating breakfast alone like me? I never understood that lyric, and then Luke talked about it, uh, and he said that he would go to the place where him and his ex-girlfriend would go have breakfast, Um, and he just thought one day, like, does she come here, too, to eat breakfast? And I was like, well, dang, you know, is that what happens when you're in a relationship and you break up with somebody, you think about them weirdly at random places? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to get to more because that one's my favorite one. There it is. It's right there. Yeah. yeah. So when they wrote more, this was the song that they it opened the they opened the door to the sound that they really established on this record. Um and there was one um I can't remember I can't remember there's one that sounds very much like still their old sound and they wanted to keep it that way. Um, oh, it's moving along. It's a sound of a perfect mix between their new sound and their old sound. Um I'm trying to think. My favorite line off more says, Why can't we choose our emotions because we could feel something is broken and I can't see it without hoping we'll never be alone. That's coming from the same boys who wrote, You look so perfect standing there in my American apparel <laughs> underwear. To why can't we choose our emotions because we could feel something is broken and I can't see it without hoping we'll never be alone. Do you like see like the progress that they've made? Yes. In Babylon, which is, they opened, their past tour that I went to, they opened up with Babylon and it was like immediate shed of tears from me. <sighs> Because one Callum Hood, who's your bass player, love of my life, have, I've had hard eyes for him for the past five years. <laughs> this is his song, he sings most of it, and I was just like, that's him, in the flesh. Yes, and this one says, I'm tired of the field. Yes, your short fuse, the half-truths, are not amused. I wish we had a clue to start new, a white moon, no residue. Coming from the same boys who I oh man, what's their unpredictable f- was my favorite song off their first album, and it said, "Let's do some, let's do something new and unpredictable." Talking about a white moon with no residue. I think they're just—it's a fascinating band to see come long ways.
0: I honestly feel like you should do something in the music industry. I know I don't have just talent like for that Like,
1: just work in something because you just get so invested. I get invested in a lot of things, but just never follow through just because I have like a short, like, attention span. span. What Mm -hmm. were we
0: talking about? I'm about to ask you your third question because I'm gonna take you off of your music tangent, even though that was adorable. How you just like freaked (laughs) out. All right, if you had to live in another time period, what time period would you choose?
1: Uh, time period when they went through the industrial revolution I wrote a paper about how the family dynamic changed from agricultural life to industrial revolution and it's so fascinating to see the differences that I would love to be in that time period when they made that shift what time period is that? I can't That's remember like 1800s, 18 something
0: your cat's yeah, pooping I'm, yeah probably I'm surprised she hasn't screamed yet okay this is this is so these two are have you already read them? No, no, no. Okay, so I hope you know that I'm like there's so much like adrenaline going through my body. I can tell because you can't stop moving, but yeah. I can't stop moving either. Okay, so this one's gonna get pretty deep. Okay, okay. if you're gonna f- if you feel like you're gonna cry, it will like I'll have like a backup question. I'll just like make up something. Okay, what has your hardest goodbye in life been so far?
1: my hardest goodbye i didn't even say goodbye because i didn't even realize that would be our last time we would ever see each other um I was living with my two roommates ago and she had two young girls and for reasons we like that last night was their last night i never went i mean i went back to where we were living but i never saw them um, and it was just weird thinking about that moment because one was four and the other was two yes and I've grown very fondly of these two young girls and to tell them hey like, like bye I'll see you later fully intended to see them later and uh, finding out something so big that I could never see them again probably one day I'll see them again But to never see them at that age, at that naiveness of that, like, youth that they were at that moment, to just, like, I'll see them years probably from now. And that was a year ago in coming August. So my heart is goodbye wasn't even a goodbye. It was, hey, I'll see you later. So, I mean, it kind of holds some truth. Maybe I'll see them later one day. Maybe not. (laughs) What?
0: Alright. Next question. <laughs> next question. Um When you can't sleep, what keeps you up at night?
1: This weird shoulder pain I get. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Just it's just like you're gonna describe the shoulder pain. This is the last this is the last question. Yeah, it's that weird shoulder pain. Like what does it feel like? Describe your feeling.
1: It feels and it's only like I have a really hard time falling asleep and once I'm asleep I'm fine for the rest of the night But it's that initiative moment from going from awake to sleep that is the hardest. And I just like toss and turn and most of the time I lay on my shoulder and like I pass out some nights and other nights like I just lay on my shoulder and it just like feels like this burning sensation and then I like get off of it and it's fine. And I was like, What the frick frack are you doing down there? shoulder and it's like both of them Botha. both of them and i was like most nights I like i just get on my shoulder and i'm fine and then other nights it's like no all right well
0: this has been five questions with margarita um do you have your uh inspirational quote ready yeah ma'am
1: Let me get off of visitor
0: this. Guest on this podcast, yeah. This document, I mean, I really did my research on this. Yeah, I can tell you have like bullet points and numbers.
1: Yeah, oh, I gotta show you this if walls could talk thing later. All right, um, I'm (laughs) down. Uh, oi, those are that's the wrong document I'm looking for. Um, inspirational quotes, um. Totally. We are so lucky that flowers Don't hold back Don't hold themselves back because other flowers Are blooming I like that Yeah Uh, Emily McDowell She's my lady on Instagram Follow her She's the best writes the inspirational quotes I just dropped my whole laptop That's unfortunate That was a whole 16 minutes Oh my gosh I didn't even think we made it
0: Yeah. But, uh, this is the episode.